the mess she'd left behind for one. Staying out of the rut she'd just climbed out of for another. And a life. She wanted, needed a life. Employment would be good, too, since she was fond of eating. But standing in this little Washington state town she'd yet to explore, those worries receded slightly. She'd get through this. She always did. After all, the name of this place nearly guaranteed it. Lucky Harbor. She was determined to find some good luck for a change. A few minutes later, the sun finally gently touched down on the water, sending a chill through the early July evening. Becca took one last look and turned to head back to her car. Sliding behind the wheel, she pulled out her phone and accessed the ad she'd found on Craigslist. Cheap waterfront warehouse converted into three separate living spaces. Cheap. Furnished. Sort of. Cheap. Month to month. Cheap. It worked for Becca on all levels, especially the cheap part. She had the first month's rent check in her pocket, and she was meeting the landlord at the building. All she had to do was locate it. Her GPS led her from the pier to the other end of the harbor, down a narrow street lined with maybe ten warehouse buildings. Problem number one. None of them had numbers indicating its address. After cruising up and down the street three times, she admitted defeat and parked. She called the landlord, but she only had his office phone, and it went right to voicemail. Problem number two. She was going to have to ask someone for help, which wasn't exactly her strong suit. It wasn't even a suit of hers at all. She hummed a little to herself as she looked around, a nervous tick for sure, but it soothed her. Unfortunately, the only person in sight was a kid on a bike, in homeboy shorts about ten sizes too big, and a knit cap, coming straight at her on the narrow sidewalk. Watch it, lady, he yelled. A city girl through and through, Becca held her ground. You watch it. The kid narrowly missed her and kept going. Hey, which building is 203? Don't know, ask Sam, he called back over his shoulder. He'll know, he knows everything. Okay, perfect. She cupped her hands around her mouth so he'd hear her. Where's Sam? The kid didn't answer, but he did point toward the building off to her right. It was a warehouse like the others, industrial, old, the siding battered by the elements and the salty air. It was built like an A-frame barn, with both of the huge front and back sliding doors open. The sign posted did give her a moment's pause. Warning, private dock, trespassers will be used as bait. She bit her lower lip and decided that, after driving all day for days on end, her need to find her place outweighed the threat. Hopefully. The last of the sunlight slanted through the warehouse, highlighting everything in gold, including the guy using some sort of planer along the wood. The air itself was throbbing with the beat of the loud indie rock blaring from some unseen speakers. From the outside, the warehouse hadn't looked like much, but as she stepped into the vast doorway, she realized the inside was a wide-open space with floor-to-rafters windows nearly three stories high. It was lined with ladders and racks of stacked wood planks and tools. Centered in the space was a wood hull, looking like a piece of art.
as did the guy working on it. His shirt was damp and clinging to his every muscle as it bunched and flexed with his movements. It was all so beautiful and intriguing. The boat, the music, the man himself, right down to the corded veins on his forearms. That it was like being at the movies during the montage of scenes that always played to a soundtrack. Then she realized she recognized the board shorts. Or more accurately, the really excellent butt as she'd only moments before watched it walk away from her. Sexy surfer. Though he couldn't possibly have heard her over the hum of his power tool and the loud music, he turned to face her. And as she already knew, the view of him from the front was just as heart-stopping as it was from the back. He didn't move a single muscle, other than one flick of his thumb, which turned off the planer. His other hand went into his pocket and exchanged.